Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. It's Aurelia again. I'm back here with you today from the Coco Express Show um, to tell you, one, how grateful I am to be here and how happy it is to be back with you once again. I know that we've had some, you know, some spaces in between the shows that we've done. Um, We've just been trying to really get ourselves right. As I always tell you at the end of every show, take care of yourself. Um, I and the rest of our team members are doing just that. And I, you know, I allow people to take care of themselves when needed, however they need to do it. And it's a blessing to be here. It's a blessing to be back with you. And it is a blessing to have the show that we have going on this evening. This evening, we have with us a very special woman. Her name is Sparky D. Many of you know her um, from her days as a rap artist back in the 80s and 90s. Now, a lot of people don't seem to understand and realize how important and how the 80s and 90s set a standard, to set the foundation for the rap industry that you all, uh, or the hip-hop industry that you all enjoy and love so much. Although it has taken on many different types of um, branches on that particular tree of the seed that was planted back in those days, it has become a, the fabric of our um, our country, our community, other countries of the world. Rap music is a standard across the globe. Everyone listens to it, and that's a beautiful thing. But she happens to be one of the legends, one of the female legends who is part of that same fabric, that quilt that that blends together all of the music that we understand, enjoy, and love. And she is a female, which back then it was difficult for a female rapper. You know, um, she had to really, really pay her dues and, and, and flex her muscles to let everyone know that she's just as good and or maybe even better than some of the men that do the same thing that she does. So um, so I'm just going to read you a little bit about her bio, and hopefully she'll be able to join us. And the beautiful thing about it is she's going to be with us, but she can't be with us for long because she has another job that she does now, which is an even more glorious job that gives her the same type of legendary um, status. So <sighs> Sparky D., the battle rapper from the 1980s is back on the grind, revealing her explosive 20-year journey from the rap game, crack, homelessness, prostitution, to the pulpit. See what I'm saying? She is best known for the Roxanne Wars of the hip-hop rivalries during the mid-1980s, which was the most answered record in history today. Sparky D takes you on an extraordinary journey. Her spitfire tongue has gotten even stronger through Jesus Christ. Now she's got a word for you. 
She explains, I'm giving you a glimpse into my past. My hope is that it will shed some light and help someone who is going through the fire without knowing there is a light. There is light. Love and forgiveness on the other side. The other side will reveal that you can restructure, rebuild, restore your life. I am living proof. I know what redemption and forgiveness is all about. Life truly is good. So basically she's saying... Don't judge me, but learn from me. I am here to tell you I have been to the pit, and now I'm in the palace. This is my story, from the pit to the palace, Restructive, Rebuild, and Restore. And, you know, and you can find the book. The actual book is on Amazon. So you can find the book on Amazon, and you can read. So hopefully when she joins us, she will go into detail as to what her journey, her story, and all of those necessary things that we um, have come to enjoy in our past and will enjoy in our present and future. So, you know, we'll just continue to have this dialogue until she comes back, comes to join us on the show. And I have to tell you that I have been quite silent in regards to all the things that have been going on because there is so much, maybe too much going on in the world today that I guess you can say it left me kind of speechless and I guess limited on the amount of words that I could really say to convey exactly what was going on in my head. But, I mean, we've had two conventions and what I can tell you is I can't wait until the Olympics are being um, shown on TV because I'm looking forward to that. I want to see how this whole thing is going to play out. Um, you know, I want to see how this whole thing is going to play out because uh, it is very interesting because I am, I guess you could say, I'm a sports junkie and need to have as much of it as I can. Um, I'm getting text messages from her publicist right now. So I'm answering that. You know, people talk about multitasking, it's not as easy as you think, okay? Because your brain is capable of handling one thing at a time. You may be able to text, but you got to look. And texting and talking is not that easy. It's difficult. So, you know, I just don't, I just don't understand how people say that they can multitask. I'm sorry. I have done many things, but it was one thing at a time in succession, not always at the same time. And whenever I tried to multitask, something got jacked up, you know? So I'm one of those kind of people. I can also tell you one thing for sure that is true, and they say you can't serve two masters. You're going to love one and hate the other. So that's what that multitasking thing. You can only do one thing at a time because you're going to screw something up and you're going to be disgusted. So that's, you know, my take on the multitasking and my take on sports and the Olympics. And, you know, okay, that's it. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about? I, I'm you know, I could go all into the the rap industry and the rap game and all that other stuff, but that's not my forte. And I tend to learn how to stay in my own lane and let those who are well-versed and experienced in the things that they are speak their truth from their level of understanding. I am what you would say a consumer of many things. I am not a master of many things. I am an observer and observer. Ob- and I 
absorb a lot of information and process it. And once I truly understand, I may speak on it. But for the most part, I let people tell their stories because you can't let someone tell your story better than you can. Your story is your story, your experience, and you need to share it how you feel necessary to to share it. And um, I am really, you know, excited to know and um, tell you that she's on her way. I guess you can hear all the little bloops in the background. Did you know that the iPhone has made one billion in sales? I mean, not one billion in sales, but have sold one billion phones. You know, that's amazing because the iPhone is like, how can I put it? an amazing tool that has allowed allowed many people to be able to have the opportunity to communicate in so many different forms and forums in so many different ways. I mean, FaceTime, come on. You know, that has probably saved a lot of marriages and relationships and given people who never really get the opportunity to communicate and connect a chance to be able to do that. So it's just an amazing tool. I don't have anything against modern technology when used appropriately and in you know certain situations and that's that's my take on it but sometimes when used incorrectly it could be cause a really it could cause or become problematic and troublesome for a lot of people in a lot of situations i'm not um the texting queen or anything like that i, I autocorrect messes me up every time I swear I'm trying to say one thing and and it always comes out as mush, which is not cool. But um, I am really just trying to get everything, like I told you, trying to get everything so we can do the show um because she doesn't have a lot of time because she has her um her weekly prayer call that she does on Wednesdays at eight o'clock and I don't want to have her on the show too long so that she you know would be rushing to get to her previous commitment and um you know it, it makes sense because we're not about trying to make people feel any old kind of way. This show is a show about uplifting, entertaining, and enlightening people. And that's what we want to do. However way we can, as often as we can. And I'm telling you, it is something that I, I really want to speak on, but I just try my best not to because it's driving me is this heat. I do not know about many of you. I do not know how your weather conditions are in the states that you are in, but I have to admit that it has been extremely hot. I mean, extremely hot. And it's uncomfortable and it's unhealthy and it's dangerous heat. We're supposed to be getting a reprieve from it, but it's dangerous heat and I have tried to maintain my hydration levels and it's not working because I drink a lot of water on a regular basis, but it appears it appears um, it appears that 
the water that I'm drinking now is not enough and I have to get more and more and more in. I can feel my body just kind of reacting when I don't get enough water into it in the amount of time. And then I still try to exercise on top of that. And last night I saw this really weird thing. Um, I went with my neighbor. She asked me to um, to take a ride with her down because she wanted to get a bite to eat. And I had already eaten my, eaten my dinner and everything. So I decided to take the ride with her and keep her company. Ah, yes. Our guest is here. Holla, holla. I'm so sorry. That is okay. It is okay. But I'm glad you're here, and I know we have you for a short time because you have a prior commitment. I want to tell you thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. I want to apologize. I'm wearing so many different hats, but God is doing it, and um, I am so sorry. Again, I am sorry. I am so, so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. You don't. We're of a forgiving nature over here, and we are just honored to have you because you happen to be one of the legends of hip-hop. You are part of that foundation that has been paved, that fabric that has been woven that allows all of these artists who are in the hip-hop game. You help plant that seed, and that tree has grown and has many different branches on it, and that's all a part of your effort, and we thank you. Did I lose you? Hello? Okay, I hope that we didn't lose our guest or anything like that. We had her. And um, I don't know what's going on, so hopefully she'll come back to us. I don't know if she can hear me. Okay, here it is. Here she is again. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm okay. Here. Okay, good. I'm glad I got you. Okay, great. Now, I don't know if you heard what I said. I heard most of it. I heard most of it. Okay. And I was a well, pioneer and I cut from the fabric, from the cloth. Originally. Yes. Yes, the original. You helped plant that seed that made that tree grow with all these different branches to it that have branched out into so many different um venues in so many different countries and so it's just it's huge and I know that must be a gratifying feeling to know that you were part of something that you are still part of something that is so that has come to be so great yes 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 I do feel really well you know sometime I could ride by um I live in Georgia and sometime I could ride by um Rick Ross house and you know it doesn't bother me but one Mm -hmm. day I rode by Rick Ross house and God had me to look to the left. And I looked to the left, and I kind of felt some kind of way. I just got to be real with it, because, Sparky, you always been real. And I said, wow, if it wasn't for my contribution to hip-hop, he wouldn't even be in that house. You know, And not in a negative way. Not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. My hat goes off to all the new cats. And I thank God for him for keeping hip-hop, you know, keeping the doors open. But I felt some kind of way. I really, really did. Because, you know, back then, you know, we would get 3000 4000 you know, a show, and we're young coming out the projects, and that's fast money for us, so we can't blame them, but I did feel some kind of way. I really did, and tears just began to roll down my eyes, but God is good. History repeats itself, so God is good, and I'm happy for him. Yes, he is. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I have to tell you, I'm originally from Brooklyn, so you know I know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What part of Brooklyn? Um, I grew up in Park Slope, and then okay. we moved to Prospect Heights. 
So, and I went to Erasmus, so, you know, I was around. I did the Erasmus High at night. I did the night school thing at Erasmus High. Okay. I out in Faces and Town Hill, too, in Flatbush. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. I brought up some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, yeah. you know... For me, it's just so great to have this opportunity to chat with you because your life, your life has been an amazing journey. And you really, you know, you're sharing your story with us and everything. And I want you to tell everyone how it was for you being in an all-male-dominated industry, how that affected you, and what effect did it have on the decisions that you made going forward. Okay. Um, honestly, I was in an all-male um predominant industry, but it didn't bother me. You know, it didn't bother me. I never once practiced in my life. I've never practiced with Cool DJ Red Alert. I never practiced even getting on the microphone. I guess that was always in me, but when I went out there, I did the darn thing, and Big Daddy Kane used to say the same thing, and LL Cool J, how in the world did you just go out here and don't pay us no mind? You know, that's something that God has filled in me. But it's very hard, you know, going out there up against the men because the men are great. And being a woman, you know, they look down on us because we're a woman. But um, if you know what you're doing and you know your skills, it speaks for itself. All right. All right. Now, how did that affect your decisions, you know, you know, during while in the industry and moving out into the world, branching out to other things? Uh, for a male uh, predominant industry? Yeah, because I'm just going to, okay, I'll just explain it. Like, for example, I've had situations where I've worked in um, places where it was a male-dominated industry, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, environment. And they said some things that kind of rubbed me in a certain way and made me look at things differently. And my actions started to show how what they said affected me in some kind of way. Did anything? Well, I'm gonna be honest, that that never affected me. Never. Whether you are male or female, I want to take your head off. So that was my goal. <laughs> going in as the best. You see what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. because you're a male doesn't mean you can do this better than me. And I proved that. I proved that it's not easy. It's not easy, but you have to just really believe in yourself and know what you're doing and know what your skills are. And then, honey, you can take the mic or anything that you're doing and just keep rolling with it. And and I really wish I could answer that, but it didn't make me a difference no here nor there, and it still doesn't. Because you, you, you're strong, and, and that's obvious, because um, you're going another direction. How did that happen? Well, actually, you know, getting into the uh, music business, we all know, excuse me, that they have VIP rooms, um, very important people. Mm-hmm. And only um, very important people can go in these rooms. And a lot of different artists were sniffing cocaine. And I was nosy. I was promiscuous. I wanted to see what they were doing. And then when you have a relationship with a man and he's doing that, you want to be a part of that to be cool and you want to be down. And um, I began to sniff cocaine. And I, I didn't do it when I was on stage, and I never did it in the daytime. But I began to sniff cocaine, and then when crack cocaine came out, that was it. I took a hit, and I was running for 17 years. And 17 years on crack cocaine, prostitution, domestic violence, and homelessness. But in the midst of that, why in the 90s, Queen Latifah, Yo-Yo, and everybody was coming out, I used to call Cool DJ Red Alert and say, Red, how does Queen Latifah look? Or could she rap better than me? How was her stage show? How was Yo-Yo or Eve? And I used to compare myself, you know, even getting high. I used to call when I was missing it. 
But, um, you know, and, and that's what just God had me to go through. And how I got out, I, I just, you know, had kids and get high with them even when I had kids. And I said, God, my mother didn't raise me this way. And I just looked to the heavens and I fell on my knees. And from that day, God delivered me. Amen. Isn't he wonderful? Isn't he yes, wonderful? He is. Yes, he is. Nobody but God. Yes. And that's interesting, you know, to know that even during your trials and tribulations, your heart was still with your music. Yes, it was. You know, I used to get high, and this is real. I used to get high off of crack cocaine, and people come in the house and say, oh, that's Sparky D. And my mouth used to be twisted, and I still would try to rap, but I would rap gospel. Hmm. That's interesting. That is really interesting. You know, but but what I can say to the people is that there's nothing too hard for God. You know what I'm saying? And and, Mm -hmm. and I continue to keep the faith, and I continue to believe in myself. And that's a hard thing to do, going through all these things um, 17 years. You know, 17 years I was gone. Mm -hmm. You know, and I thank Mm -hmm. God that I didn't lose my mind, but God allowed me, and he restored me. He restored me, and then I got into um, gospel hip-hop, and God ordained me as evangelist, then a pastor, now I'm ordained apostle. Well, wow, that's amazing. Now, how was that for you when you, I mean, when you felt, you felt the pull, how did you, did you pull back? Because I know some people went into the ministry kicking and screaming. You know what? I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. But when I surrendered, I surrendered all. You know, um, that's like turning a hoe into a housewife. Um, mm-hmm. I always told my mom when before I came Sparky D that um, I walk with the capital F. I got faith. I walk with the capital F. Not even knowing what faith was. I was speaking that before I even knew what faith was, actually was. You know, when I had my first hit song, she said, you got to go to college. I said, Ma, just trust me. If it's not a hit, I'll go to college, my first song. And actually, my first song was a hit, you know. So the pulling from God, no, I just surrendered. And I became seven years abstinent, and only God can do that. I'm talking about not a vibrator, not a finger, not a phone number. Everything was Jesus. Whatever God told me to do, I did it. He made provision. He made provision for me. And it wasn't easy. It's a lonely walk. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not long. It's a lonely walk. And um, you have to sacrifice, you know. And mm-hmm. um, obedience is better than sacrifice, but God's word is true. God's word is true. But we got to right. go through something in order to come out. Yes. Now, how did you feel when you came out, knowing, you know, knowing that you're coming out to what you're coming out to? How did that feel? Was it um, a relief? I was lonely. I got rejected. Okay. I got uh, rejected in the gospel business. I got rejected in 2007. I did a song in, in the studio, and that's when MySpace was out. And I won Song of the Year against Juanita Bynum, Bishop Paul Norton, and Anointed Paces. Anointed, um, Paces. I won Song of the Year against them, and I had a MySpace song. Hmm. So your gift, your ability comes from way beyond your understanding. So Exactly. That is amazing. That is amazing because of the simple fact that you used it. I guess, I don't know, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but God uses us to show us how he wants us to be. He allowed you to use it your way, and then he showed you how he really wanted you to use it. Exactly, and that's what he did. He laid the platform for Sparky D. 
for the world to know me before he uses me the way he wanted me to be used. Mm. You know, and even now it's a struggle, but the doors are beginning to be open. I have a book, a new book that's out that's on Amazon.com. It's called mm-hmm. From the Pit to the Palace. You know, it tells you my struggles, everything that I've been through, and as well as teaching um, uh, the ways of what God, you know, has taught me to do. You know, and 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 and, and speaking about church, because church hurt hurts. You know, many of us can go to church, but church hurt is one of the biggest hurts. You know, but mm-hmm. we have to realize that church people come from the street. Mm-hmm. So you're going to give God glory. Disregard the church people because they came from the street. But church has a way of knocking us down when we come in the doors all broken. So yes, I had to indeed. learn that, and I explained that in my book as well. Okay, great. And uh, I, I know because oftentimes I have always likened the church to the hospital mm-hmm. that you come in to be healed and, and, and rebuilt and restored so that you can go out and, I guess, serve people so that they know that they can come in and get the same thing that you just got. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes you could be shunned to the mm-hmm. side because you're coming in there all broken as well. And that usually mm-hmm. happens, and it happens, and it's sad to say that it happens in the church. Yeah, church hurt yeah. the worst hurt, and it allow us to stay out of church. But um, for whoever's listening, I want to let you know you go to give God glory. Disregard their faces. Just get your glory, get your breakthrough, and do what God will have you to do because God is a man that he shall and will not lie. Thank you, know, you so that's much. That's just like, if you don't mind me talking, that's just like Roxanne Shante, you know, my enemy. Mm-hmm. But God, what the enemy meant for bad, God turned it around for our good. And if I would have lost my faith and, and, and not build on what God has told me to do, she's doing a movie. It's called Roxanne, Roxanne. Forrest Whitaker is, is promoting it, and he's doing it, and um, I'm in the movie. So my legacy will be seen, but God had me hitting for a reason. He had me hitting for a reason. Our reality show, that's why I'm late. The reality show, mm-hmm. we're just summing it up tonight, and um, they'll, uh, I'll be seen. God knows what he's doing. Yes. Yes. Well, he wants to, he, I guess, you know, he wants people to know his will, his work, and his way. Exactly. And it's not easy, sis. It's really not easy. Many nights I cry. Many, many nights, you know, I've been shunned to the side. I've been pushed over, trampled on. But I know what God has for me is for me, and um, his word is true. His word is true. Well, I'm grateful you know, that and you're And that's here. with anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that you're here with us because of the simple fact that your ability, your redemption, your um, restoration, and your reappearance is so important because as women, we go through so much. And, you know, and a lot of times, a lot of us don't have that intestinal fortitude to keep going forth. And they, they need hope. And having someone like you to inspire them is a wonderful and amazing thing to have and to see. Yes, it is. You know, at, at one time, you know, I used to say, I used to look at my closet, my walk-in closet, and with all my shoes. Because someone really have walked these shoes? Because someone really have done that? It's a terrible thing going to shows and all your old school people are on stage, they're doing this. And I'm like, why in the world I'm not being called for shows? But God said, I'm setting you up in another arena. And it's mm-hmm. okay, because I'm hip-hop for life. But... um. Today, you know, our younger generation need to know that everything glitter is not gold. 
you know, and, it's, so and the entertainment business is Anaconda World. And, um, you know, in this generation, everything is microwavable. They want it quick. They want it fast. But um, the same people you meet going up is the same people you're going to meet coming down. Mm-hmm. And that quick, fast, and a hurry lifestyle, it has so many pitfalls to it that no one seems to really understand. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They don't understand it. Yeah, because I often believe that you you sell your you you sell a part of yourself off that you can never get back again when you when you do everything by cutting corners and doing it quickly. That's right. That's right. You're telling the truth right there. You know, when we were growing up in the music business, yeah, we was excited. Yeah, we signed contracts. Most of us didn't get paid. You know what I mean? Most of us didn't get paid. They took advantage because we were young, you know, and that's just even like the hip-hop honors. I thank God that Salt mentioned my name, and that was the God in her, because how I see it, and I'm not upset, I'm not jealous, and I'm not mad, but if you're going to tell history, you need to tell it right, because when we teach our children the alphabet, we have to start with the letter A. We cannot start with the letter H. No, it didn't start from light. It didn't start from salt and pepper. You know, it was sequence. Mm-hmm. It was shy rock. It was pebbly poo. You know, it was us girls. It was Sparky D. It was the playgirls. It was Roxanne and Shantae. And that's what our, this new generation needs to know. So that's what we're fighting for. And God has made an open door for us to walk right through and tell the history. Yes, 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 indeed. And the other interesting thing that I find is that um, the 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 female rappers that are coming up, a lot of them have this perception that they have to be sexual, and that's not something that I remember seeing when I and I mean we loved our music and no, nobody was taking their clothes off. Exactly, they love taking their clothes off, but it's your skills is what make you your skill. You see what I'm saying? A lot mm-hmm. of them go on want to be sexy, and and they want to take their clothes off. But it's your skills that make you. It's not your body. It's not your body. It's your skills. Mm-hmm. And we yes, indeed. Roxanne Shantae or Sparky D didn't have to take their clothes off. No, and the men loved you. That was the thing. I yes, mean. They- and they still do. <laughs> <laughs> and they still do. And we don't take our clothes off. No, I'm not wearing tights. And I'm not going to wear a no high stilettos with no fishnet stockings. I'm just not going to do it. Pass me a microphone and I'll show you better than I can tell you. Yeah, I really do believe that back in the day, people looked at more at, they looked more at your skill and your ability. That was what turned them on, what you could do, how you could perform, what you put out there as far as your, your work ethic. And that was a turn on back then, not this other stuff that's going on right now because everybody's just taking off everything and showing everything and they think that's cool. No, that's not. You know, I, let me just say this. I take nothing from the new school girls, but that's what they call themselves. But if you have a Roxanne Shante, Sparky D, Nikki D, Pebbly Pool against four new girls, you can best believe you'll enjoy our show better than theirs because they're naked and only have the hooks. They don't even know how to command the crowd. Mm, you're absolutely right. You are so on point right there. And it, it's. And none of them have ever been in IFA, probably. You see what I'm saying? We earned mm-hmm. this thing. 
we we jumped on trains. We went. We just did a lot of different things that they never done. And I guess their sexuality thinks that's what made them, but it's not. That's Hollywood. That's Hollywood. Yeah, because I guess they don't know, because I know, you know, it was so many different places that, you know, it would start out some days you may be rapping at a a block party or, or, or whatever the case may be. And you would go from place to place, like you said, hopping on a train, um, you know, you get a phone call, come to such and such, you know, they're battling out here. Why don't you come join us? And those different things, they don't understand that, that grind, most, you know, uh, mindset that was, that existed back in the day. No, they don't have it. They don't have it at all. And one thing I do know, salt and pepper has it and they, they remember, you know, and I can't take nothing away from them and they remember, but nowadays it's about numbers and it's Hollywood, but They'll see because our reality show is coming. We start filming August 8th, so they'll see a lot of the originals with some new school girls, and let's see who has it. Okay, so what is this reality show about? Uh, Old school mixed with new school. You know, we're all in one house, Mm -hmm. and you know the drama that's going to be in one house, but new school school, um, competition with old school. You know, let's see, let's see where it lies. Wow. So how do you feel, um, you know, being re-exposed and reintroduced the new you, not, you know, into the old arena? Um, say that again. I'm so sorry. I say, how does it feel you being the new you, the renewed you into the old arena? Because, you know, the old arena is the media and all of that stuff. You know, actually, I feel really good. Um, I still have. Um, I still have it in me. You know, I'm here to teach, to encourage, and to lift them up. But don't get it twisted. I'm still Sparky D. All right. All right. All right. That is a beautiful thing to hear. And you said that this will air beginning August um, on what? So which filming, network? We'll start oh, you're filming. Okay. So which network is this going to appear on when it does be released? Now, that I can't tell you just yet. We'll have to finalize our paperwork. But it, it is going to get picked up. All right. That's so that good. Means I guess you have to have me back. <laughs> I have already talked to um, um, Beverly and uh, Belinda. Uh-huh. Belinda, I'm sorry, Belinda. And we were just discussing that already. So you ain't got to worry. You coming back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thank you for having me. And again, I want to apologize for being late. It's okay. I mean, it is all right. I'm in a school party with my family, and then in a meeting with Angie Stone and all of them are here. So it's just, it's just really rough. And then I have a prayer line at eight o'clock. And for those who like to get on the prayer line, if I can say the number, it is seven one two, seven seven zero four seven zero zero. The code is two two zero five nine seven. Now this is every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm going to put that out there so people will know. At 8 o'clock. Eastern time. Yes, ma'am. Okay. You know, I didn't know you were in the middle of, um, you know, engagement at your home, and I really would like to thank you for taking the time to join us because that's, that's a hard thing to do. Yes, it is, but it's okay. It's all right. Without you guys, where would I be? So I thank you for having me. I thank you, you for know. having me. 
It is indeed an honor and a pleasure because of the simple fact that I know from whence you come, and I am from the same era as you, so I do understand and I do get it. And I know how difficult things can be and have been, but I know that you've overcome all of that. You've been restored, and you're ready to make us realize and see how great and how good God really is. Yes, yes, you said that very well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you said that very well. I need to put you on the team, girl. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So um, when you get a chance again, you know, we'll work it out on your schedule and everything, you know, to have you back. And we will try to have some other people come on as well so that you can have like a dialogue and talk about your struggle and how you really made it because, like I said, there's so many people out there, so many women out there that I know for sure would need, they really do need to hear you, to, to, to hear you speak because it would be uplifting and very, very, very good for them. That would be fine anytime. I'm, I'm available okay. anytime, and I really appreciate you. And y'all remember, y'all remember there's nothing too hard for God in spite of whatever situation you're in, no matter what it seems, no matter what it looks like. And it doesn't make a difference, no matter what you just done. Amen. You could have just killed somebody. Amen. You can always get on your knees and repent because because God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And I want to say one thing to the young generation. Sometimes we say, oh, we're not going to church. I'm smoking. I'm drinking. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. If you wait until then, you'll never go. But if you go now in the midst of what you're doing, then God has something to do. Because if you come clean, then he has nothing to do. So I encourage you, never give up on yourself. Look in the mirror, pick your right hand up, and pat your own self on the back, knowing that it's going to be okay. And you know what? I'm going to tell you. I get it now. I get it. Because you are a wordsmith. That is what he's using you to. Yes, that is what he's using you for. And he honed in your skills in the beginning. Now he's using you for your skills now. I get it. Yeah. I get yes, it. Yes, and that's what people say. But you know what? I need to get that. I need to get it. And I'm always uplifting, up, uh, encouraging others. But I need to get the call that's on my life. But until I get it, I'll continue to uplift and, and encourage others and remain humble. I need to get it. And then sometimes I need that same thing. So you just bless me on today. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much. So, look, go enjoy yourself, you know, and get yourself some time to get together, get yourself together before you have to do your prayer call. And since I have the number, I will tune in every now and again just to holler at you as well. And also we will have you back, okay? Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Enjoy. Okay. So, everyone, that was Sparky D, which I am really glad that she came on the show. She didn't have a lot of time, which is great, you know, because – The beauty of what we do here is we let people come in their natural state. So they don't have to put on airs or anything. They give you themselves raw, real, and uncut. And that's important because we always see the glitz and glamour and we always get this false impression of people and things. And then we're we're, we're disappointed when we find out who they really are. But when they come to us, it appears that all of that is stripped away and all of that is tossed aside, and they bring their authentic selves to us. 
And that is a beautiful thing because the real is real, okay? And we need to understand the real so that we can decide for ourselves if this is something or someone that we really would like to put our time and effort and support behind. And most of the times, for most of the people, or really all of the guests that we've had on our shows, I've gotten such positive feedback and the response to what it is that they do and they didn't know that they did certain things and they were so glad that they had the opportunity to listen to the show and hear about what was going on with them, they were more supportive of what this particular person is doing. So, you know, we're glad we have these opportunities to show you, and it may encourage you to go out and do some amazing things for yourself because when you see and know someone else is doing that and you see and know the struggles, the trials, and the tribulations that they've gone through to get to where they they have gotten to, it makes you really look at yourself and say, you know what, things are not that bad for me. I can get up there and do the same thing. And that's what we just had today. We had a sister come on and bless us with her story, her trial, her tribulation. And we are grateful and we're honored and we thank her. We thank Sparky D for the time that she gave us. It doesn't have to be a whole long drawn out show. Sometimes the short shows give you a powerful message that resonates and that's all you need, and that's exactly what we got and what we need. When we have her back on the show, we're going to make sure that we really do an in thorough, um, a, a very deep and thorough, um, I guess, view of her, her musical career because she is, you know, she really is a legend, and we have to give credit where credit is due and honor those legends that are there. So... I'm going to go now because I guess I want to catch some more of what's going on TV, and I happen to be a Greenleaf fan. Thank you, Oprah. Um, and I'm going to, you know, check out the show. So as I always say to each and every one of you, as I said in the beginning of the show, you have to take care of yourself. It is so important to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself because your body is a living temple of God, okay? It's your temple. Honor it. It's a blessing to you. Honor it. Um, Always, always, always follow your dreams. Follow your own dreams. Follow your dream. Do not follow somebody else's because their journey is different than yours. Your journey is different than theirs. They have been called to do something that you have not been called to do. So allow them to do their thing. Don't try to get in the way and stop them from being who they are and doing what they do the way that they do it. That is the way he designed them to do what they do. And don't you get in the way of somebody doing the things that they do. That is the way he designed them to do what they do. We all come together because we have these unique gifts and talents that we are to share with each other to help each other elevate to where we need to go. So allow people to do their thing and do it well. Help where you can and step back where you see you need not help and don't interfere. That's my message for today, um, basically. And having had this opportunity to speak with Sparky D, she also, you know, confirmed it for me personally. So to each and every one of you, have an amazing night. And the one message that I can say, and I can say it without worry or fear or doubt, please go out and vote. That's that's it. Please go out and vote. It's your right. 
It's a right that has been passed down through many generations and not a lot of generations. Many people have died, have fought, have, have gone through so much so that you can have this one little opportunity to let your voice be heard. So use it. Don't lose it. And don't be selfish with it or or whatever else it is that people do with things that they don't feel comfortable with or don't like. Use it. So that's it. That's all I'm going to say. And have a wonderful night. And thank you, thank you, thank you again. God bless.